Okay, we are rolling. Ready for round three. We've had some technical deaths, but... But it doesn't matter, dude. You know what I mean? Nothing matters. It's a fucking... It's a Wednesday afternoon, Los Angeles, California. Didn't... It's not too hot yet, right? It's going to be real hot, but it's not too hot yet. These are the reasons why nothing matters? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to, nothing to do but sit here and watch you fiddle with this fucking Zoom thing. I mean, that's what you say to the guy who troubleshoots the technical problem. Do you walk into a garage when the guy's fixing your engine and go, I, I got nothing to do but watch this fucking... Hey, yeah, go ahead. Take your time, bud. Take your time. No, don't mind me. I'm just sitting here in the corner eating a sandwich. I got to sit around while you monkey around with my car. <laughs> now, keep monkeying, man. That's why they charge you money. What? Because you wouldn't thank them otherwise. They a mechanic charges you money, but really all he wants is just a sincere thank you. Well, it's his way of getting thanked because all kinds of people come in. We don't need to talk about that. No, well, we don't. What the fuck are you talking about, Howard? You started all this. I'm just responding <laughs> to it. Yikes. You know? <laughs> Yikes, he said. Zoink, Scoob. Zoinks. Looks like we found ourselves in another episode of Grift, Grift Horse. Horse. Well, this episode is going to be about Mrs. Maisel. Yeah, and also about time being worthless, in a way. Always. It's always about that. I mean, that. it is always about that. Well, we proved it this weekend, but there were... Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes, we are. We are. Okay. If you've been listening to the program, and I have no reason to believe you haven't, because we've sort of plateaued with listenership, I think we have We have our it's collection... It's just the dog days of summer. We have our collection of listeners, and we're going to keep having them until either we or they die. Love that. Yep. Love my crew. Also, well, I mean, we got, we got a couple... Well, we only really have one technically new Patreon. Yep. Matthew Elias. What's welcome. up, Matthew E? I got to say, though, doing the work... Melissa Basta. Hey, Melissa Basta. Herself, as a strong independent woman, has joined the Patreon. Thank you so much, Melissa. And that gives her independence, I guess, mm -hmm. from uh, Jesse, too. Giuseppe. Jesse? Sorry. <laughs> we know each other so well now. So thank you, Matt. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you, everybody who's listening. So Absolutely. everyone who's listening has probably listened to this point. So knows what a nightmare in hell it was to drag Howard's dumbass to a promotional because event. Because she led with eat sandwiches in a car while we tape a podcast, which is just so many things wrong. <laughs> everything else turns out great. That was the one thing. If you didn't lead with that, I would have loved everything else. Okay. So, yeah, so I mean, short story, long story short. There we go. I'm not going to do the short story long. Well, let's condense it. Okay. The situation was: I found out that Amazon Prime was putting on free, socially distant uh, drive-in screenings of episodes of Mrs. Maisel on the parking uh, on the top of the parking garage of the Grove, right? right? And also, and that's I don't care. He doesn't care. However, it's not. You didn't just get to watch Maisel, okay? You also got free swag. And if there's one thing I know about Maisel swag, it's that that shit 
cells on the bay. All right. People want their mazel. They want it. All right. They can't get enough of this stuff. I try and get, I'm telling Howard about this. He's really hesitant. Well, I'm hesitant about sitting in a car eating sandwiches. Sitting in a car eating a complimentary sandwich. You know, know, that was the first thing presented to me. So that's where I was coming from with the resistance. Right. There was resistance, but I finally, he finally acquiesced. I pick him up Saturday, approximately 6 p.m., Dragon Manor. We go to the Grove, right? That we do. That we do. We pull into the Grove parking lot around 6.15, okay? Said doors open at 6.30, right? Show starts at 8.30. I'm getting pushed back from Howard while we're in line. Because... Why are we here so early, he asks. Right. Because I just thought the idea was we just got to show up for the screening and get the bag. Like, why are we, you know, early birding it? I didn't understand. Here's why we early bird it, Okay. Because the doors open at 6.30, screening starts at 8.30. If everything goes off without a hitch, we're out the door before the sun's even gone down. And I love that. Once I had that explained to me, I loved it. Yep. I gotta, I gotta say, I'm used to me being the most hardcore about let's get in and out of an event. Mm-hmm. So that's where I was coming from with that too. Is like, okay, I've gotta do a little policing here. Little did I know I was with a maniac psychopath just like myself (laughs) who was going to, you know, cut this thing as close to the bone as possible. Why would you think I would want to lollygag is the question. There's no that wasn't even a presupposition either. It's just like my M.O. is usually I got to be the one to do that kind of stuff. Right, 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 right. Okay, but okay double trouble dude two of us all right we're right. we're on the same mental plane Six fifteen, waiting in line at the grove in the parking garage which is by the way you're you're sitting in your car on an incline because you've you've <laughs> driven up the cylindrical thing so it's eight stories you're you're near so, reaching the eighth story so you're just doing donuts as you wonder about what's ahead of you mm-hmm mm-hmm Wait in line. They take your name. They put a little thing on top of your car for their your food order. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wait. We wait. We wait. We finally get right before we pull up onto the roof. There it is. There it is. There's the tent full of the swag bags of Maisel shit. A big ass table with a tent over it and tons of uh, showbiz workers tending to getting people in and giving them their bags essential workers really yeah you're right (laughs) (laughs) so we i mean we pull up i mean as we're pulling up we're like holy shit these bags are fat dude yeah they the bags were fuck were they not fat fucking bags bags themselves or you say that they were stuffed with things stuffed oh yeah they were stuffed yeah and they were fat someone uh very kindly pushes two overstuffed bags into the car howard immediately starts flipping out well, because the bags were put in my lap because you're the driver, you know, much as like you do in drive through. Yeah. The passenger gets the stuff. Yeah. And so I was first able to look in there mm-hmm. and just start to see the amount and the variety of the things they were giving us. Tell them about it. Well, the first thing I looked in <laughs> and see is like sort of a blanket. But then on top of that is popcorn, mm-hmm. Twizzlers, mm-hmm. M&M's. Mm-hmm. Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids, mm-hmm. Mrs. Beans. Maisel disinfected. Disinfect, yeah. What did you say? Oh, yeah. J- jelly, Mrs. Maisel Jelly Beans, Mrs. Maisel Mints, mm-hmm. 
Mrs. Maisel COVID mask. Yep. Bottled water. Mrs. Maisel bottled water. The blanket. Mm-hmm. I think that should do it. All of which is ensconced in a Ms. Maisel branded bag. Great point. Which is sellable in and of itself. Already Very sold sellable. It. Already sold one. Right, and that was right off of you coming off of selling a New Yorker tote bag. Yep. So that was fresh in our minds, too. <laughs> Bags are money. And Well, it's summer, man. Yeah. What are you doing in the summer? You're toting. You tote. You're toting to the farmer. You're toting to the beach. Summer tote. Maybe that's a new song. Okay. Something to think about. So we get all this stuff. I immediately start flipping out. And she was cool as a customer. She didn't even, like, try to look in it right away or anything. I kind of had to coax you to look at it. Like, she's so cool and calm she's so done this before well the, this ain't my first swag rodeo dude yeah that's the thing you got to always keep on your hunt whenever as i cannot stress to you how little interest i have in the television program the marvelous mrs Maisel. all right i do not want to watch five minutes even five seconds of it can i interject on that one because hmm. i was in the same spot we were, all we did was cap on it when we were up there right but a friend of mine I, met, I was telling him the story and he goes oh I watch that show I go what he goes yeah I really enjoy it I go what's good about it he goes oh it's shot really well so I go that thing is shot well so so what you just were you Howard it you just watch it with the fucking sound off so that's and what just... I did <laughs> after he said that I go come on give me a break let me see yeah so I put it on with the sound off and it really it was popping visually I've just got to admit, the five minutes I saw, they were at like a USO show. Okay. It was constant movement. And then there was this move across the stage, which actually, it's, I was impressed by how it was shot for the five minutes I watched. Okay. Any uh, guild members uh, listening, uh, if you want to give uh, technical nods to Ms. Maisel for your consideration, please do. There you go. And send me extra FYC swag and I'll vote for you. But what I'm saying is like, you so when an event happens an event like this happens and you have zero interest in it your mind initially i mean your first knee-jerk reaction is like i don't want to fucking go to that exactly that sounds like torture but the thing is you make that work for you all right we only went to get the swag all right so we could flip it so we could flip it i've done this i've been down this road before i was telling you in the car on the way back i remember the days of napoleon dynamite i remember when napoleon dynamite dropped i think i was living in cleveland ohio they were doing a lot of uh, screenings of it in which they were giving away promotional liger and vote for pedro shirts no and uncle rico stuff <laughs> <laughs> and the way they do it is they would just apathetically throw a huge pile of shirts on a folding table i never liked the movie the first time i saw it did i go see it multiple times to get free shirts and flip them on eBay, you're goddamn right I did, okay? You're grift horse right, she did. 100%. I mean, obviously I would have preferred if I could have just wandered in and took the shit before having to watch Napoleon Dynamite for the fourth time. However, that's not how it worked. You had to earn it. But my it. time is worthless and I had to earn it, all right? You kind of went through a similar arc that the Napoleon Dynamite character goes through. How so? He just comes up against trials and tribulations and perseveres no matter what he's up against. <laughs> Side note about Napoleon Dynamite. Not that it fucking matters, but you know, you know the Elvis Costello re record, Blood and Chocolate? Yes. 
you know he calls himself napoleon dynamite oh um, he does on the record and like during that tour from. yeah that yeah but the idiot the fucking mormon that came up with napoleon dynamite the movie claims he has no he had no idea that elvis costello had used the name napoleon dynamite in the 80s and that it organically came it's like a parallel thought thing impossible that's impossible but like what if one of his friends said it once and he thought it was funny and he wrote it down then forgot where he heard it yeah 100 percent. that's what it was but yeah. don't fucking pretend like you organically also anyway that's a side note side note let's go back to the event <laughs> about mrs Maisel. <laughs> so we okay it's about yeah we get there early as fuck so we're in like the first line of cars rolling in we're going up we're, we're on top of the grove they lead us to our they spot got old 50s classic cars mm-hmm. out there and then there's people wiping them but then i noticed the guy wiping it was kind of a making a show out of it mm-hmm. and then we realized that those are characters that were hired to kind of dress as the 50s yes and hang around the cars and interact like they're watching there was a couple girls with like cat glasses on and mm-hmm. beehives that were wiping down another one for ambiance so they're setting a tone for you as you enter mm-hmm. you enter you pull up we're in the front row all right we're right in front of the they DJ. guide us to park and we're like right in the absolute front yes because of being early birds you can't be any closer than us right and we're right in front of a dj uh-huh very loudly playing uh hits of the day right and by the day i mean the 1950s and 1960s and wow. she didn't look Delightful. like a pro dj she looked like a woman from the office that they let dj she did appear to be wearing a chef's outfit and i don't <laughs> think that had any she wasn't dj chef no or she anything. came off the line and uh spun some tunes yeah but we're sitting there we're looking through our bags holy shit we're we're waiting the sand, here come the sandwiches right? insane and it's insane how fast they came yo very fast fat bag overstuffed bag we got big box the sandwiches were in nordstrom boxes because the sandwiches were made at nordstrom it's the nordstrom food <laughs> dirty rice mm-hmm. plantain chips with like some kind garlic of dip. dipping sauce howard wouldn't let me open in the car let's let's not say it like that let's say you opened it and then i lost it then you covered then it i again. closed it and then right um yeah, wouldn't let me eat the sandwich either. Let me eat the rice, though. Thank We've you for letting me eat rice in my own car. Up because it's COVID. Other right. people are parked. So now we're stuck in there like it's the smallest passenger plane in the universe. <laughs> and lady over there in the, across the aisle starts pulling out her fixings and her food and stuff. <laughs> fixings. Yeah. If you listen last week, the whole debate was about not doing that. And you mostly... I would say you pretty were super cool about it. You didn't eat the sandwich right, in front of me. Right. You covered the sauce when I needed that. Mm-hmm. Pretty respectful, I'd say. I would just say thank you for bearing with me on that. You've lived through really one of my toughest quirks, if not the toughest. What, are you, what the food thing? Yeah, just that I freak out about foods and smells and, and confines. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, hey, no problem. You no aced worries. It. Aced it. Aced the test. So we eat some of the food. Gets to some be about, what is it, like maybe 7.15 or something? Nope. We were out before 7.15. Okay, let's say it's about 7 o'clock. Yep. Sun's not down yet. Nope. I'm like, 
You know, you want to go? And you're like, well, what do you mean? Are you sure? You know? Yeah. You were flabbergasted that I would even propose. Because here's the thing. When you're in the front row of a promotional event that's a drive-in theater, you're not going to not have every single person in that place notice when you fucking pull out right. before the event has even happened. Right. But at the same time, it's less obtrusive than if you had to walk out because you're behind a car. You're, you're inside a car. That's true. The car protects us. But I was taken aback because, you know, once you get sucked into something, you go into siege mentality. Then we got all the gifts. So I was like, all right, okay, this isn't so bad. So then when you said, let's go, I was just like, oh, really? Like, we can jet now? Like, I wasn't fighting on it. Like, let's stay or I'm scared. Right. I was like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. Like, I forgot. This is the master. So. We decide, how are we going to, what are we going to say if someone asks? Right. We're discussing. You say we should say we're in an argument. We're having a disagreement. <laughs> and then we just look real serious. And then they just wave us off. Right. You, uh overruled that mm -hmm. with the i'm feeling ill well howard's feeling ill yeah, specifically so, yes. so then i had to go into a you know like when you try and get your mom not to send you to school mm -hmm. start acting sick he covered the mouth i think you were clutching your stomach yeah, leaning, leaning against over, the side of the car and then i stared off into the distance like one of the guitarists from corn you know how they would just kind of look up as if they're receiving a signal from like the aliens or something? Yes, I do know exactly. I right. was doing that to look detached. Mm -hmm. I know that from scare tactics that that was effective. <laughs> so we just drove and then, uh, yeah, basically one of those, you know, kids that's helping run the event. Mm -hmm. He runs up and he goes, are you guys leaving? And then we just go, yeah. And he goes, oh, I'll let me move the cone. And he just pulled the pylon out of the way so we could get back in the cylinder uh -huh. and just shoot down. And then just to get shot level. out. Yeah. So we we're out of there and it was just euphoria. We're high fiving. Mm -hmm. We're loving life. It was the quickest, easiest score. We were out on the street by 710. So it was really an hour in and out. Yeah. We got treated like gold. I told you I thought that should happen. This, that's what life should be. You show up somewhere, goof around, get gifts, food. Mm -hmm and then jet and then just motor that's like that was paris hilton's life that was that's that's what the kardashians do mm -hmm. so for one brief moment we had that <laughs> and uh we roll out we roll out and then i drop howie off i give him my sprinkles uh cupcake because i do not like cupcakes right? they also and gave us I, cupcakes right we made some trades mm -hmm. and then you dropped the bomb on me that I have tickets for Sunday as well? Yes, and I go, wait, what? You're going back there tomorrow? And I go, yeah, so are you. Kaboom! <laughs> and so then I went back up into Dragon Manor with all that stuff, and I'm going like, not only do we, is it Christmas in here, it's Christmas again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I go, he goes in Dragon Manor, starts smoking pot, eating cupcakes. I go home, I list everything on eBay pretty much instantly sell a covid mask and a tote bag life's good life's good that's that that made it sound like you just go home to work and then i go home to just kick back <laughs> really was i was i'm in no rush to list it because i want the market to get set right you want me to set the market and then you sweep in and then point number two i didn't touch the cupcake that night i didn't touch it till the next day 
Mm, okay, I'm sorry. I I'm, I'm sorry. I misspoke. But, but but you ate it. You ate it before we went. You ate it earlier in the day before we went back to the Grove. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Next day, sprinkles. Sprinkles. That's a premium cupcake, dude. You know, I, I had a cupcake idea, business idea. What's up? Why don't they make the paper that the cupcakes on collectible? I thought you were going to say, why don't they make it edible? I bet they've done that. Right. But what if they're collectible? So it's like, it's like maybe it has an awesome picture of the cupcake on it or superheroes or something. Well, I mean, doesn't it get all filthy and sticky from being wrapped around a disgusting cupcake? But if they made it like sort of plasticky, then you just rinse it off. Hmm. Cupcake pelts. Look into it. Maybe it's been done. <laughs> if it's stupid, I'm sure it's been done. Yeah. Yeah. So that was amazing. So basically, uh, recouped and recovered and got geared up for the next day. Mm-hmm. You pulled in. Smash cut. I got there exactly 6 p.m. This beautiful. Things are getting tweaked. I loved it. Text. I mean, because I was, I, I was too early the day before, and I understand that, and I apologize for that no need for apology um but yes i did come to pick you up in the apartment that you will not let me enter even if i have to go pee pee at exactly 6 p.m the time you designated i pick you up that's on you you don't pee that's on you that's a you problem (laughs) (laughs) pick him up go to the grove right Back to the Grove. Damn Daniel, back at it again at the Grove, right? I notice as we're sitting there, I'm pretty sure we're sitting in the same exact position we were. Ooh, you're skipping a a big, big story point. What? We get up to the swag table to get our bag of swag. Oh, no, I meant when we're in the garage itself waiting to pull up. Oh, even then we're in the same spot? I felt like we were in the same spot as we oh. were the day previous. Okay. At like 6.15. Okay. I'm like, this is fucking interesting. Right. Okay, now you go. Then what happened? Well, then we pull through the little thing. Then we get up to the to the table with the tent where they're going to give us our bags. Mm-hmm. And Megan, before we even get them, is starting to parlay and think. And she's like, what if we ask for another bag? For our grandma. For our grandma. Yeah. And I'm like, really? And then I'm like, oh. Grandma likes Maisel, but she can't, you know, pandemic. She can't go out. Yeah. Grandma grandma couldn't come to this. Yeah. Ask another one for the grandma. So that, so then we roll up and we're like, are we going to push it? Oh, we're, we're going to push it. And then uh, we get the bags. They're in my lap again. Getting this euphoria. And then you turn to the guy and you say. Hey. You think I could get one for my grandma? He goes, another one for your grandma? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, as he starts handing it to me through the window, Howard flips out. Howard says, what about my grandma? There he asks. I shout that across Megan. He shouts it. What about my grandma? The guy hesitates. He hesitated and joked a little, like, oh, yeah, we're... Where's your grandma or something like that? <laughs> then I go, I go, I got her in the trunk. Mm-hmm. You know, she's I remember in the that. Trunk. Very funny. Yeah. And he still balked a little bit. He's like, do you really want another one? I go, oh, yeah, yeah. Get another one. And then he's like, okay, yeah. Don't tell anybody, right? <laughs> 
don't don't tell anybody I'm doing this, he says, as he shoves two more fat... How many items did you say were in the bag? 13. Well, 13. 13 item bags. 13 was with the sandwich and the other stuff, so maybe 10 items. Okay. So, so all told, 20 more items, giving us a grand total of... The whole inside of your car is filled with swag. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like the back seat is just stuffed with all... I mean, <laughs> with four enormous bags full of shit, we that, go and then we go in. We get you know navigate to our. They tell us where to park. It's the exact same spot we were, were the, the day exact before. Same spot this time with a different DJ, look more professional. Mm-hmm. And this time people were coming up and taking more pictures around us. But it was basically the same drill. We mm-hmm. waited for the food. Mm-hmm. I was a lot less agitated because I knew you were gonna. You know. That I wasn't even going to attempt to eat the sandwich or use the dip. Yep. And then I immediately had cut you a deal. How about my sandwich for one of the Maisel popcorns? Right. To which you generously threw in another popcorn. Because I didn't want the popcorn. Yeah. So yeah. look at that. So now I got like five Maisel popcorns. <laughs> I'm going to try to sell them all as one deal. Where would you find it? I mean, they're large. Where'd I don't you... know if it's going to work, but it's going to get tried. Okay, right. You never, you know, you don't know until you know, you know? So we hang out in there, and then a little trickier to get out because people were, like, milling around taking pictures, mm-hmm. but nothing, nothing too bad. Mm-mm. Then we pulled out. Even Yeah, we left even earlier than the day before, and it's felt, like, really flagrant because it's, like, yeah, we already... <laughs> We d- we've been down this road before. We already fucking bailed yesterday before right. the event even happened. We're we, shameless. I mean, there's people, you know, who are whose job it is to take photographs of the event to show how many people showed up to this wonderful event. We're leaving a hole in the front row two days in a row. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So <laughs> We're just like messing up their whole game. We're ruining the the game of poker for them we're two fucking days up in the row. photo op two days in a row second day it's sunday day of rest Bef- even before seven i think or just fuck it just we're fuck out. it but just we got it. out and then it's like when you get home at the end of halloween trick-or-treating now it's just time to divvy things up mm-hmm. oh i traded for that i got the five popcorns i got three masks three jelly beans three mints three blankets three bags mm-hmm. it, it was just uh a grifters flippers delight paradise yeah <laughs> so th- i want to thank you for that uh from listening to you fighting through your initial sandwich thing mm-hmm. i now i know don't open with the sandwich exactly in the future i will not open with the sandwich there you go but to thank you for twisting my arm mm-hmm. and for so many other things, even the cigarettes that we smoked. <laughs> oh, you have you brought me something? I've brought you something. Some people, you mention your wishes, hopes, dreams, mm-hmm. and they say, I hope that happens for you one day. Other people, you say them, you say to them. <laughs> you say unto them. You say unto them those things, and they manifest and mm-hmm. they produce megan thank you 
and I present <laughs> to you this. I'll let you tell I'm them sorry, what I'm it is. Sit up for while this. I look at your reaction. Okay, Here I've sat go. up for this. I better rewire that. Thank you, Megan. Oh, it is a 24-page read-along book and tape, but there is no tape. Uh, <laughs> Before she even tells you what it is. Just the, book, just the book portion. That's all right. I can read. You need an OnlyFans, and you need to be a dominatrix. I can read. Uh, Alf Goes Wild, featuring television's primetime star. Alf. That's a read-along book that's from 19... Find me the year. Let me find you the year. It's on that, probably on, on that inside cover page. Let me see. Uh, 87. 1987, pristinely taken care of, 33-year-old mm -hmm. Alf Goes Wild. It even has a somewhat summer theme where he goes to camp. Yes. And I'm still gifting that to the master. Wow. Thank you, Howard. If you'd you, like Howard. to have the tape that badly, I would say recommend you to go to ebay.com. <laughs> Forward slash... Another airship. Oh, boy. I think we're at war, dude. What if we just, like, what if war just, like, started popping off while we were recording this, just talking about Ms. Maisel and Elf and shit? It has already. <laughs> there you go. That's for you. Thanks, Howard. You're welcome. Love that. Elf is going wild in the woods. She had asked me if there was some Elf, and uh, I, went, I, I went and I made it happen. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I found it impossible to believe that there wouldn't be any alpha-related paraphernalia in Dragon Manor. You know, when we were up there at Maisel, we were wondering to ourselves, do you think there's anyone else up here who's just here to get the stuff and flip? And bounce, yeah. And then did you see that guy on uh, eBay? No. What? Uh, Someone else is doing it? There was a guy who, who was selling that stuff as a group. Oh, he sold the whole bag? Was selling. I don't know if he sold it. Let's look. Watch what happens live, dude. Let me give you his name so you can look it up on there. On the computer? Yeah. Atomic Marty. <clears throat> Atomic Marty was selling it for $75.50 or something. Um, oh, here we go. Is that it? Found it. FYC 2020, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel face, face mask tote. This guy has two available. Whoa, he pulled two bags too? Well, he probably got his, you know. Yeah, his lady. His lady, his gent. Uh-huh, okay. Atomic Marty, right? Atomic Marty, yeah. Gift set was given at Amazon's Marvel's Ms. Maisel Drive-In Season 3 FYC screening at the Grove in Los Angeles, California. Exclusive and not available for sale to the general public. This was only given to those in attendance. And how about that, gang? They were showing a season that's already already been on TV. It was so Season wacky. 3. The new one is Season 4, which will premiere in 2021. And Megan, I think we'll see a pop of interest when the new show premieres. That's a good point. And so whatever we have sitting there, we'll sell at that point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tote bag, blanket, COVID mask, disinfectant, mince, jelly beans, popcorn, bottled water, Twizzlers, M&M's, Sour Patch Kids, sandwiches, plantain chips, <laughs> and R.I.C. What's that? I don't know what that last one is. R.I.C. R.I.C. Weird. Rest but in crap. Resting crap. Hey, you know, we're, we're not the only one flipping stuff. Stay on that computer right there. Okay. This is a big one. What? Head on over to wapstore.cardib.com. Mm. Now, head on over to shop, or maybe that is shop. This Scroll is the down. shop. There yep. you go. Wet Ass Pussy is now a clothing line. 
Well, it, we got, uh, what do you call these? Uh, raincoats. Raincoats. Slickers. We got slickers. Stuff to keep you dry from that whap. We got an umbrella. Love that. Shirts, Sweatpants, hoodies. t-shirts, hoodies. Look at that. What do you think? I think it's great. It's the same color scheme as the Maisel stuff, too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should do a... Uh, a a whap screening? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go to a WAP screening. They show WAP over and over, and they give away rain jackets. Um, the rain jackets are pretty expensive. I looked at those for flippability. I go, which one of these do I think is going to be the hot seller? And I clicked on that pink one. Pink I think one. it's like 75 bucks. No, I think they're even more expensive, dude. They're 125 They're 125 Mm-hmm. So that'll, maybe it has flippability. I don't know how many they're going to make. This is brilliant. This is a brilliant grift, too, because it says even in the thing, ships in six to eight weeks. Yeah. So it's going to ship after they get WAP the is already a fucking like, cultural phenomenon, after right. we've moved on, right? is when you're going to get your WAP raincoat. Exactly. Isn't that and, brilliant? And they'll know, not to, they'll know not to make too many of them. They'll wait till they got the orders. Mm-hmm. Speaking of flipping... Did you know there's a website that helps you with flipping? What? <laughs> Flippertools.com. <laughs> well, is that like some website where you can look up what shit sold for and stuff? Yeah, but it gives you like even the stuff that eBay, you know, like if um, eBay, it says like that offer wasn't accepted. It sold, but it doesn't tell you because the, there was like an offer accepted. Mm-hmm. You can go to flippertools.com. And see what the offer was? Yes. You really? Type in the item number and it'll tell you what that transaction went for. Really? And there's other stuff you could do. I, I don't know if you wanted to check it out or not, but flippertools.com. Interesting. Okay. And if you tool around on there, look, tools, tips, and tricks for resellers. Mm -hmm. And there's like price research, shipping. So maybe there's more on there as far as resource. Okay. Love that. There you go. Maybe it's just ads. I don't know. <laughs> Take a look, everybody. Mo flipping. What a what a what a what a what a wet ass pussy. Yeah, but also what a wet and flourishing environment for flips. What do you mean? Well, just uh, we're picking this stuff up. We're being resourceful about it. Do uh, you know? There's always another way. Like we're both you know trapped from not being able to get as many flippables mm -hmm. because of covid yeah there's always a way i i gotta tell a story about something that i had to persevere through let's go yeah so last week i sold those 1995 action figures mm -hmm. we did a great weigh-in label but it turns out we're going to send that one fedex mm -hmm. i throw it in a box like i always do we tape it weigh and label it out the door ready to go Boom. go over to fedex Lady says to me, you can't ship that with us. Why? It's in an Amazon box. I go, what? Really? I can't ship this here with an Amazon box? You can't do that, sir. The implication being that you've never done that a million times before, which surely you must have. Yes. With all the year of weighing label and flipping, there's no way I didn't bring an Amazon box through FedEx. Right. So then I go, why can't I do that? You just can't. You know, We don't take them like that, sir. I go, I'm just asking out of curiosity, like, what's the reason you don't take it? <laughs> she was just taking me for a guy that was going to sit there and scream at them because they wouldn't take that. I just wanted the information. Right. So she didn't explain it right. And so then 
I just go, that's not a good explanation. And I leave. <laughs> well, you leave. And then at what point did you call me? Did you call me when you were driving home? No, I got back to Dragon Manor. You got back to Dragon Manor. And then you called me irate to well, tell me what I just happened. I got to tell you, I exhausted every channel available to me before I called you. I smoked some pot. Mm -hmm. And then I called you. <laughs> I was bouncing off the walls up there. I go, why is this making me mad so much? You were very mad. And then I you're thought, on one, dude. Maybe, maybe when the dust settled, I thought like, it's COVID. Like you're just, everybody's a little more charged than usual. Maybe. But I was, I was heated. Right. So I called you up, blew off steam. And then after I hung up, I was like, I'm not repackaging this fucking thing. And I grabbed some Santa Claus newspaper out of my... It really was with ephemera, but I was like, fuck it. You're not ephemera anymore. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting used. And I wrapped the damn thing up. I didn't change boxes. I just stuck the label on the outside. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I go, I'm not going back to her because it was the third time in a row I'd been to that FedEx where I had problems. We know about the whole printer story. <laughs> Three strikes. You're out. I took it to a Walgreens. Yeah. Walk in the door. I go, hey, this is for FedEx. He goes, okay, let me just swipe it. Okay, thanks. Bye. Boom. Five seconds. Right. So God bless the U.S. Post Office <laughs> that they're trying to destroy right now. And they don't give me any problems. Walgreen doesn't give me any problems. F FedEx keep rotten peaches on you at all times. And when those big white <laughs> trucks go by, just whip one at the side of it. I do just love like, oh, you're trying to reuse a box that would have just normally gone in the garbage and thus made the world more uh, uninhabitable? No. Insane. <laughs> and I know it comes from billionaires fighting with each other because I looked it up and there wasn't anything direct, but there was some type of war that started in 2019 where FedEx or Amazon, one of them said to the other one, you can't do this anymore. And then they must have got like some edict and then the real corporate company people. Oh, so it's just a pissing contest, basically. I'm putting that together. But right. you know, I read half a thing in Smoke Pop. But <laughs> that woman seemed to me like a real company person who would go, you can't have that. Whereas like other people obviously have never given a shit. Right. So... F them, F FedEx. <laughs> All right. But otherwise, it's been great. And then you were going to tell me a story. Oh, about what I got on Craigslist Free this week? Yeah. Are you doing that here or behind the... No, I'll do it right now. Okay. So the thing about Craigslist Free is you you just let it come to you. You know what I mean? Like you don't get your hopes up. If something pops in, you grab it. And also, like if I have a need... I just wait for the universe to provide it, okay? Yes. Pour a Hemplo. I wanted some, like, bar carts on wheels to put shit in, in my muck room back there, right? Oh, my God. You got bar carts in a muck room? You I sound got... like you have a mansion. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. The room that uh, goes out to the back where we smoke. Yeah. The feng shui challenge muck room. Ron had bar carts. It's like, I'm not going to buy this. You wait for the universe to provide smash cut to one day somebody in some fucking loft building like in chinatown giving away these bar cart perfect exactly what i want boom get them done right mm -hmm. if you just wait there's the thing like when you need something your first instinct is going to be to get it for yourself right you're going to pay top dollar because you're paying for getting it right away mm -hmm. but 
if you can hang back and not be needy. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how the pros do it, really. That's how the pros do it. Yeah. Uh, but I've been, you know, gyms closed, obviously. And if it's not, why not? It's got to be. They're all closed at this point, right? Saw one down by Wilshire. Saw all these people crowded together. I'm like, what's this? And then I saw three of them down on the ground doing push-ups. <laughs> and my immediate thought was, you're so afraid that you're not going to be perfectly hot that you got to go right. cram in with everybody like you can't get a workout at your house or in your neighborhood right anyway <laughs> for another show but uh so for you know the gym the, the gym's not open anymore my membership's donezo don't have that option available to me right been wanting to exercise more at home obviously a lot of people wanted equipment Remember when Core first started and you couldn't get any fitness equipment at all because it was sold out everywhere because people were going ape? Right. Now those people are moving out because they can't make rent, so they got to give away their equipment. Or uh, I would I would argue a lot of people are just over it. They're like, I'm never going to fucking use this thing. Right. Case in point. They need something new to buy. Got a rowing machine. Where? For free. Where? Off Craigslist. Are you serious? It's in my bedroom right now. You got a rowing machine. I got a fucking rowing machine, dude. Like a newish good one? It's not great. But um, it's a rowing machine. But it's a rowing machine. Would, it's portable. I can lift it. I it Really? You could put it anywhere. I was able to put it in my car. Yeah, it just fits I, in the car. That's something I could use. Yeah. That's great. Looked it up, you know, on if you want to buy it from Bezos, it's like 175 or something. Damn, that's free? Free. So like Nordic track or something? People are always giving away Nordic tracks, man. Well, those are big and bunk, bunky. Yeah. All right. Well, as you know, I am not a part of the Craigslist free section. I haven't really done much with that. You got to get in on it, man. Well, this is my story. Hmm. So, yesterday, I saw something pop up because I don't always check it. Because when I do, it's like, here's some dirt that's mixed with <laughs> cement chunks. Right. And then here's a used <laughs> baby shirt right so i always get disappointed so then it pops on yesterday and they've got a 17 inch mac monitor mm -hmm. from like 2005 or something like that yeah and so i go well i wouldn't use that blah 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 and then i kept looking at it kept looking at it. i go let me get in on this craigslist thing because i got an empty garage basically where a guy's got 20 scooters that he's charging every night right I go, why is he making money in that space? How am I going to make money in that space? Okay. And then I thought, why don't I pick up some of this stuff that, you know, like, I, you know, it's kind of like the tech museum. Mm -hmm. All right, I'll have a monitor on top of all that other stuff. Or I'll wait till it's flippable or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I went and, you know, it was at the guy's storage facility. <laughs> and it was like an adventure to go down there. And then I just went and got it from him. Hey, thanks. There you go. So I I got off the I got off my ass. I'm involved. So I'm this in is was this baby's first Craigslist free experience? Yeah. Damn. Okay. So anyway, I got it in my car if you want to see it later, but it's just <laughs> a big ass heavy monitor. <laughs> but I thought, wow, this is cool. And so then uh yeah, I've been watching it ever since then. Like it was it was fun to go down there. And then there was a cemetery by where I had to go. Mm -hmm. Have you ever been to the Angeles? This was like I was like, oh, I got to tell Megan about this place. You'd love it. What is it? It's like down, like below Koreatown. There's okay. like this 
old cemetery where it's like everyone who died in there is from like 1915. So most of the people are born in the 1800s. And I'm like, oh, you know, that guy was when Thoreau was, you know. Like, oh, <laughs> Wait, did you just like was... park and start walking through the cemetery or something? Yeah, because I was like, how can I make this an adventure? I was trying mm-hmm. to like, I'm not just going to get a piece of junk. I was like, I got, you know. Right. And then I saw the place and I was like, it's this stark ass looking. You guys look it up on the, online. It's like at Venice and Arlington. It's like the Angelus Arlington Cemetery. Okay. And it's not like, you always go into those places and it's like World War II, the guy died in the 60s. This is super old school, stark looking, drive right in, walk right in, do whatever you want, nobody bothering you. Mm-hmm. Awesome spot. I go down there if you want. That's also an excellent point that you should treat the uh, when you're getting shit for free off Craigslist. Yeah, make it a whole adventure. Yeah. Because you're going to be going to parts of town you never would have thought of going to. That was, a, that was a huge selling point to me, too. I was like, I don't, I'm don't. i never going to be in this hood again unless i got to pick something else up. Yep. Know, let me see what's around here. Yep. And uh, found that. So it was a perfect little douche excursion. <laughs> and I did that. And then ever since then, I've been watching it like a hawk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. That's what's up. Are we up? Are we done with another fantastic episode of Grift Wars? Pretty much. Nice, dude. Unless uh, there's one more tack come on, but I don't think there is. Uh, I'll tell you about this stuff behind the paywall. Great stories, exciting stuff, and tons of letters. We got a lot of letters behind the paywall. Speaking of the paywall, we're going to want to thank new Patreons, Matthew Elias and Melissa Basta. How about that? Who also fucking sent you something in the mail. That I believe you will also be opening on. Well, I mean, okay, you may yeah, as well, well open, open on Christmas. Yeah. Oh, paywall. Paywall. Yeah. That's a paywall exclusive. How about that the show is about marvelous Mrs. Maisel and our patrons are Matthew and Melissa? Wow. Huh. <laughs> Things that make you go, huh. Huh. So remember uh, to keep on grifting through the heat through the covid and through the political unrest mm-hmm. let us know how everything's tasting over it at griftors mm-hmm. pod on twitter wait well no email us griftorspod at gmail.com oh we switched it well i mean that's that's the surest way to get us to i know that's how we do it <laughs> do that send it over Check out Megan's stuff. Check out Wild Children every Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Check out haveasummer.com slash shop. shop. Go over to Teespring, pick up, or at least browse all the Grift Horse merch. There's incredible looking stuff over there. Maybe you'll pick up a Have a Summer shirt. Maybe you get some Grift Horse stuff. It's up to you. <laughs> and I guess we'll see you here, right, right here next week. Next week on. on- Grift Horse. Horse.